My name is A.B. Ridgeway. I'm the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things in My Mom's Favorite Christian Financial Advisor. And today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about retirement. When a young couple gets together, one of the first things they start to do is to combine their resources. We're finally married. Let's get a house together. Let's get a bank account together. Let's do the things we call life together. But one vital question we don't ask is, are you currently saving for retirement? And if so, how are you doing it? The reason this question needs to come up at some point is because as young adults, when we're getting our jobs and we're looking for employment, we're looking through these employee benefits and we see things like 401ks and contribution limits and matching programs. And sometimes it could be a little bit overwhelming. And if you're from a later generation, you may even get something like a pension plan. And all these things seem to be priority number 10, as opposed to getting the job, moving in, making sure we raise our kids, getting them into school. The idea of planning for retirement gets put on the back burner. We're finally excited to get that job and we can finally start paying our mortgage. We can have money for groceries. We found the love of our lives. And once again, saving for retirement just isn't important because, I mean, think about it. You're 21, maybe 22. You're just getting into the job force and you think, you know what? I have 40 to 45 years to kind of figure all that stuff out. Let me enjoy life now. And then one day you're sitting at your desk and maybe one of your more senior employees comes up to you and says, hey, did you get into the 401k program yet? And you say, well, no, I didn't really think about getting into the 401k program. And he says, well, I think you should get into it because, I mean, it's free money. It's just sitting on the table. And actually, the employer will actually match the contributions that you put in. So kind of excited. What do you do? OK, well, there's some new money opportunities. I'm, I'm growing up. I'm maturing. So you decide to put some money into the retirement account. Right. You mark the box. OK, I'm going to put in two or three percent of my check. And then you get that next check. And you're like, hmm, that's uh, not as much I thought it was going to be. You're like, oh, oh, yeah, I remember I contributed to that retirement plan that the employer at work asked me to put into it. And your spouse is looking at you like, OK, but I mean, how are we going to pay this mortgage? How are we going to pay this auto loan? How are we going to pay down these credit cards? Then you start to question your decisions. Hmm. Should I just wait for the retirement account? You know, should I? Put this back on hold, right? So now the big question comes in. It's like, well, what should I do for retirement, right? So in this situation, one or two things happen. Either the person continues to invest into the retirement account, never really looking at it again. Even when they get pay raises, even when they get bonuses, they just kind of sit in and forget it. The second thing most people do is they stop contributing. They see the amount of money that's being taken out. They're frustrated. Maybe money's getting a little bit tight. And they need to make another big purchase, maybe another house or they're moving. And they're like, you know what? I'm not contributing to this 401k anymore. I'm just going to take it out and I'll start saving for retirement, maybe at a later date when I feel more comfortable. Now, both of these scenarios are very tragic when it comes to saving for retirement and putting money to the side. So today we're going to go over some ideas that you can discuss with your spouse and let them know how important it is to actually start planning for retirement and continue to plan for retirement and make contributions and also how important it is to review our retirements just to make sure we're still on track. So let's first start talking about the vehicles in which you can actually start planning for retirement. Now, obviously, there's the IRA, which is the individual retirement account. That's a tax deferred account where you can contribute money. 
So just to give you some simple numbers, if you make $100,000 this year and you contribute $6,000 to your traditional IRA, the federal government is going to say, well, because you contributed to your IRA, we're only going to tax you $94,000 of your income this year. So that's a win-win. You get to defer the taxation on $6,000 and it gets to grow. What they call tax deferred, meaning that you won't pay any taxes on the growth until you actually take out the money. And even the taxation on that withdrawal depends on your tax bracket in the year that you take it out. So make sure that you discuss this with a tax professional. Now, listen close, please. When you invest money into an IRA or a Roth IRA or your 401k, remember this. When you put the money in, you still have to buy something. <laughs> you have to invest it in something, an ETF, a stock, a bond or something like that. Many times we see people with these large cash holdings in their retirement account. So if you go to your retirement account right now, you look at the statement and you see cash and you see something like 10 and $20,000, $30,000, you may not be investing into anything. And that could be a problem because your money is not growing. So if you have a large cash holding, you want to talk to a financial advisor and get that invested because people go six, seven, eight years contributing cash and they might as well put it into a savings account. Okay. Now, the second most popular retirement account vehicle is actually the 401k. You're going to be making contributions into this account. So why is this important? Because companies, as we said in the example earlier, will match dollar for dollar up to a certain percentage in some cases. So once again, check with your employee benefits, but maybe they contribute up to 3%. And I think that's a blessing in and of itself. Anytime that we can get free money for being an employee and simply making contributions, we won't take advantage of that. Now, what does this have to do with conversation between you and your spouse? Well, when you're managing your retirement account, you want to make sure that you're making enough contributions because in a 401k, you're able to actually make more contributions out of your employer check than you can with your after tax dollars contributing to an IRA. And sometimes if you make too much money and covered under an employment retirement plan like a 401k, you can't even get a tax deduction for the IRA contribution. I think in 2023, the number was for adjusted gross income around $136,000 or more if you were married filing jointly. So in this episode, I'm going to steer clear a little bit of contribution limits, uh, deductibility, things of that nature, because that should be discussed with your financial advisor or your accountant, because there are so many caveats that come with it. I don't want to give you any false assumptions about what you can and cannot do because it does depend on your adjusted gross income. And that's a lot of variables that go into that. Also your filing status, whether you're single, um, filing head of household, married, filing jointly, married, filing separately. There's a lot of different things that go into it. But overall, the idea is still the same. We want to save for our retirement. So the question you should be asking your spouse is, are you invested in your employee retirement plan? If not, do you have an individual retirement account? an IRA, or do you have a Roth IRA or something that qualifies as a retirement account that we can make contributions to? Because in most cases, you should have some form of a tax deferred account or an account that you can use once again to save for retirement. And the great thing about retirement accounts is if you talk to your tax professional and you're really close to the next tax bracket, you know, maybe the next ten or $15,000 in income that you make may put you into another tax bracket you can work with them to make additional contributions if you're not maxed out already to your 401k. 
So you get to defer the taxes on that amount of money in the current year. And you don't have to worry about paying extra taxes for the additional income. So there are some cool tricks and some cool strategies that you can use as far as the individual retirement account coupled with the 401k. But you have to have them established first. So if you're not enrolled in your employee benefit plan, if you don't have an IRA, my recommendation is to get one of those as soon as possible and start talking to tax professionals and financial advisors to get one started. I do want to make this point before I go. If you've had jobs before or if you're married to someone who may have had prior jobs before you got together, I would recommend you trying to figure out if you had a retirement account at the prior job. The reason being is because Americans have abandoned nearly, I think the number is around $3 trillion in retirement assets. And this just comes from changing jobs, not knowing that you had $1,000 here or $1,500 there, or that that bonus that your job gave you, they contributed to a 401k. So go to your old jobs and consider rolling your assets either into an IRA that you created or into your new jobs 401k program. Sometimes they accept rollovers as well. But what you don't want to do is leave your money on the table if you can avoid it. The reason is, it's very hard to find. If something should happen to you too soon, God forbid, no one's going to know that your prior job had a retirement account, right? You have to go get those things. So if you need help rolling over your 401k or even finding your 401k and dealing with those transfers, you can always reach out to us at www.abrwealthmanagement.com. Schedule a consultation and we'll help you get on the right path to rolling those assets over and getting you established with your retirement savings. We briefly talked about Roth IRAs, but that's a whole different type of conversation. Many people talk about Roth IRAs for tax-free growth, but we'll talk about that in a later episode. But that is another option for saving for retirement, especially if you earn below the threshold. We actually did talk about phase outs, but not too deeply. And only because it depends on your tax filing status, whether you're single, married, filing jointly, married, filing separately or widowed, those thresholds are going to be different to determine if your contributions into your IRA are deductible for that year. And then we also talked about the matching program, how companies will match the amount that you put into your 401k up to a certain percentage. So knowing those limits will help us control how much to contribute to the 401k and how much we should contribute to other investment vehicles. But whether you're single or if you're married or newlyweds, it's very important to identify if you're saving for retirement and how you're saving for retirement. Because your 401k, your 403bs, your traditional IRAs or Roth IRAs, they're all going to be different on how they're created and how you should handle them. Make sure that you subscribe, like and share, because on the next episode, we're going to talk about how do you feel about seeking financial advice and using financial planning tools? So we're going to talk about some of the benefits of seeking financial advice and then also some of the financial planning tools that we have to kind of ease some of the anxiety around managing your finances and speaking to someone about it. Well, that is it for me. My name is A.B. Ridgway and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgway, owner of A.B. Ridgway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing.
Elijah One Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on its website and through other distribution channels. Elijah One Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestine podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.